season three. I can't believe we're here. Um, today we're sitting down with an extraordinary talent from Canada. I know, I can't believe that. Toronto, Probably. Canada. Amazing. Uh, welcome to the show, Rax. Hello. How are you today? Good, good. Um, I know... Um, like a lot of people that listen to this, I've discussed this a lot on the show. I get our uh, guests from Instagram. So if you're on Instagram, you're listening to this and you want to be on the show, hit us up. Um, and you were one of those folks that, that I believe you reached out to us yeah, um, initially and saw that we put some out or whatever. Um, and so, you know, tell us a little about who you are what you do for a living, um, because I love what you're doing on your page. And I'm Thank sure you're you. doing a ton of other things everywhere else, but. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, so I am from Toronto, um, Canada. Um, I'm a rapper there, artist. Um, and yeah, like, I have a lot of stuff coming out. Um, I also work in the film industry. That's that's awesome. What type of uh, what type of films are we talking about? Um, well, I did a lot of like um, indie films and stuff. Currently, I'm working for a production company. Uh, we fo- focus on uh, like reality TV and everything. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. So you were telling me um, off mic. You were kind of telling me stuff that you've been working on lately, and you were gonna you're gonna. Is it recent? Is it is it coming up? Or you, you said you were going to open yeah. up for this big name in Canada? <laughs> yeah, Cardinal Official. He's a pretty big artist here in in Canada. Um, one of the judges for like America's Got Talent, or Canada's Got Talent, sorry. Um, yeah, he opening up for him on October 1st. Um, it's a festival. It's in Shannonville, Ontario. It's called Fiddler, Fiddler's Green. Um, so I'm really, really excited about that. Um, and then also I have a festival in Ottawa, Ontario called Cranium. Um, a lot of amazing artists from Toronto and all over Canada performing um, at that. So I'm really excited. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that you're like involved in um, so many different aspects of, of like the art world, singing, film. Do you find it hard to balance the two of them, or do you find it very easy to like uh, put those thing those things together? Um, I think like some days like it it does get tiring because um, it is a lot like balancing it all, but at the same time it has like is its advantages because I definitely meet a lot more people in the industry, um, and that is a big thing in this in in this industry is it's who you know. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, I've had so many people on that are like wickedly talented, should have been, you know, quote, whatever, what famous, like 10 years ago, but for whatever reason, like, you know, they just, I guess, don't know the right people or whatever. And it's just, it's sad that that has to be the thing. Um, Because there's, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, there's just like so many talented people like yourself that are just like, you know, hey, look at me. Yeah. And that's a, that's a big part of the business is marketing your, and networking like you it, it ha- you has to be done um talent in this industry is, is kind of on the s- lower scale of percentage of what it the whole package is right yeah you have to know a lot of people you have to have a lot of money you have a, you have to have a lot of time and you got to just keep 
pushing and pushing and pushing. Totally. And it's one of those things where uh, I think a lot of people lose track of that. Like right. they don't realize like, hey, um, I'm doing everything right. But yeah, but are you like, are you going out and staying out after the show and talking to the right people? Right. Are you uh, like they say, like a lot of things happen behind closed doors. Um, and that's just that's just the reality of most business, but specifically the entertainment business of yeah. like. You gotta shake some hands. <laughs> um, well, like everybody wants to be famous, quote unquote, and so it, it's it's a big competition all the time. So you just kind of gotta keep clawing your way to the top and just yeah. keep, you know, working hard. Consistency is very important in this industry. Totally. Um, I've seen you talk on your Instagram, like on other shows, about about that, and um, no, it's it, it's it's huge. So. Um, what is it like in Toronto? I mean, I know we think of, you think of different parts. I know for me, at least in the United States, different parts of the U.S. is known for different types of music, styles of music over the years. Um, you know, New York is very like Latin forward, very rap forward, very like the, the genesis of a lot of music is starting your jazz, you know. Yeah. Um, New York is definitely like the heart of hip hop. I can Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then LA, of course, created its own style. Right. And then Atlanta, you know, so we have, in just, just hip hop alone, you just have different facets. What is it like in Toronto, though? Because, um, I mean, obviously, Drake, you know, probably the only one I could think of from, from Canada. <laughs> um, There's 10. Weekends, but I guess he's like more R&B. Right. Um, we have a lot of like talent, I guess. Totally, and that and that's yeah, that's kind of my point. Like, what is the scene like in Toronto, or specific, maybe specifically, uh, maybe not Toronto, but you know, in Canada? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm educate me. Um, it is. It's interesting. <laughs> we just recently had our first Rolling Loud in um, Canada, which was in held in Toronto. Um, we ha definitely have a certain sound. Um, I wouldn't consider my sound uh, very much Toronto. Like I'm, I'm very much, I think a lot of people like say that I'm very New York and like I'm a lyricist. So I kind of, you know, have that style. Um, but we have like a lot of artists that have Pressa, uh, Duvi, um, Real Mula. Like there's a bunch of, it, it's, it's a certain type of style. I can't mm. even really describe it. Um, you have to kind of listen to it <laughs> to understand. I'll, I'll definitely gonna check it out. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I, I've heard some of your stuff, or at least the stuff that you're you're teasing that's coming out soon. And by the time maybe this episode drops, maybe it'll be out already. But um, I like what I've heard in the tease so far. I mean, I think what you're doing, I think, um, and this is something I've talked to with um, other folks that are musicians on this show. Um, the 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 lost art. And maybe the resurgence now of the music video. Right. I feel like there was a period of time where people were like, what's the point? No one's going to no one's gonna want to watch that. It's a waste right. of money. It's all this stuff. But a lot of people, have, of course, you know, they're coming back to, to, to doing that. Um, and clearly you're doing that with your promotions here. You, obviously, you see it as a very important thing. Yeah, like I think that visuals are important especially when you're dropping like a song like because it takes 
people's attention spans now because of TikTok and Instagram and just like the internet in general, like attention spans are very short. So you kind of have to capture people's attention like very quickly. And I think if you make a good music video that can accomplish that, um, especially like working in film and kind of that was my start and in, in doing music videos. Um, I just think it's super fun and it does, it costs a lot of money. And I mean, you don't really get gain back from it, like money wise, but I mean, exposure wise, I think it's beneficial. Yeah, without a doubt, exposure is like the biggest purpose of it, I guess. Um, right. Yeah, there's so many people that are making some wild music videos that yeah. are like, I, I don't know, I'm a big fan. For, for for me personally, I know that the way I've found a lot of artists is through music videos. If like I'm a big YouTube person, so if I if I'm if I'm searching on YouTube for a certain type of music, I'm gonna click on the music video more than I am gonna click on maybe the lyric video, or I may not even find you because you're not on YouTube at all. Yeah. Um, I want that visual. I want I want to see something. Um, and but- it also adds to like the art of of music as well because when I'm creating music, I think about the music video as well as I'm writing. Oh, oh yeah, really? Yeah, it kind of goes like hand in hand with my creative process. Wow. I kind of like when I do projects, that's kind of like the whole outline of it. I think about like what the video is going to look like as I'm writing. That's interesting because so many people's music videos are just so random and they have nothing to do with the video, uh, the song itself. Um, But you're trying to tell an actual story. Yeah. And I think like I'm very vulnerable with like what I write about because music is kind of my therapy. So that definitely the visual side of things is is like important to me that's that's awesome because um like i said a lot of people they'll, they'll it's an afterthought the music video the music video is like oh wait you you think I, you think it would be a good idea if i made one? Oh, okay cool but the fact that you're saying you, you're like it's hand in hand with what your pro- writing process is um yeah. i find yeah. that unique yeah um, but you like, and that's going back to what you said earlier in like, what am I, my rapper? I, I would consider it more an artist because I look at like the whole picture of it and that sets me apart from people that like just want to be famous and they're doing it just for that, you know, that 15 minutes of fame. Like I kind of look at the long run and the longevity of it and just kind of leaving my legacy with that. Right. Yeah. And, and you just touched upon like label like what what am i am i a rapper am i this am i that and that's something a lot of people struggle with and it goes both ways you don't want to be categorized as too many things but at the same time you don't want to be locked into one because then everyone's just going to see you as that like think of like an actor who's always in a horror movie he's never or she's never going to be in a drama or or comedy because they're just stuck in horror uh casting and it's like you know same thing as a as a as a songwriter um they'll never give you that chance to sing your own songs because you're just the songwriter and i think but i think music is is a little different than that world of acting um i think you're and correct me if i'm wrong i think it's a little bit more fluid in terms of what you could be yeah no totally and i think 
the beautiful thing about music is like there's no real rules to it so you can kind of you can do all sorts of things and I think that what separates like a good artist from just like someone that's just doing it as a hobby are people that challenge themselves so like for example Tory Lanez he's out of Toronto he's a rapper he he did an 80s inspired album as well as the weekend like challenging yourself in different genres um because you can create your own kind of genre as well because even with my song that's releasing um on the 22nd called thick check i have a kind of um country feel to it you know so there's like that country rap and like that's the beautiful thing about creating and yeah yeah the you just said tour I, I remember him his name now my friend yeah. a friend of mine he's from canada and he's a big hip-hop guy and he's like always telling me about uh people and i'm just like dude i don't know <laughs> like i love music but you know there's just too much to follow so like i i love learning that's why i have people like you on where i'm just like oh okay let me check that out it's like a selfish thing where i'm like i want to get these people on the show to see what i can learn Definitely, uh, but toronto like we we've created drake you know that's a, one of the best arguably rappers yeah generation so you can only imagine the type of talent that we do have coming into the city and i mean um a lot of eyes are on us right now because of rolling loud coming to the city i know that something like some things happen that were funny about it but that happens with every festival you know so yeah. it's dope that uh the world is kind of looking at us more in the serious side of things so i'm excited to see what the next couple of years have in store for us yeah, it's got to be big. I mean, um, there's if there's that many people in the city, in the town or whatever, willing to put the work in to make it known, then of course, then then of course it's only going to keep going up. So, um, yeah, no, there's definitely, definitely good things coming in Toronto for sure. Um, when, so, you, you're a rapper now. Were you always... A rapper? Were you always um, in, in interested in, in that style of music? Were you someone who never cared about music? Like, were you in the chorus when you were six? Like, tell us about your evolution from when you were young to, to now. Um, I definitely have always been a, like an artsy kid. Um, like, growing up, I was in elementary school, I was always the kid that was in like the plays and like the musicals or whatever. And I used to do shows through my friends, but then like, you know, like when you grow older, like it kind of other things become more important in your life. I was a big snowboarder um, because I'm from Collingwood. Wow. Um, and that's like a big ski town here. Um, so that was kind of my focus. I wanted to be a pro snowboarder. And then I had an accident and um I, I broke my back and um Oof. my wrist and had a concussion and one of the things that a doctor told me was like oh you should do um poetry because it just kind of helps with like the recovery process because it was a long recovery process and um so i started writing poetry and then that's kind of where it started i guess um and i had like a journal and would write these poems 
And then it kind of, over the years, I didn't start rapping until um, like four years, four or five years ago and like posted a video and it's, it went kind of mini viral, I guess you can say on Facebook. And then I just kind of started doing it more and more and this just kind of blown up. So I'm just, it's consistency. I stuck with it. So and what, what made you go to, to, to hip hop? Like what, why, that, why not, you know, I don't know anything else. Yeah. Um, I, I think that I wanted to challenge myself a little bit, like, and I felt like singing. Um, I wasn't that confident at that point. And I felt like with rapping, it's kind of like, there's definitely an art to it. Um, and like, I just kind of started practicing uh, Young M.A., who's New York. Love her. Um, I started, she was kind of a big influence in, like, my style of rap. And I loved Biggie. Like, my first CD that I ever bought growing up was Nas Illmatic. Mm -hmm. And so I've just always been a big hip-hop fan. Like, Missy Elliott. Like, that's, Missy Elliott was someone I looked up to a lot growing up. Um, so definitely I've always loved it, but I didn't ever have the confidence that I thought I could do it myself. And then it just in time and practice, like it just kind of started to blossom and, and grow. And, and it was definitely a therapy for me because I was going through a lot at the time when I started and, um, it, it was, you just unleashed feelings and it's a beautiful art. Yeah, it definitely is. It's definitely like, you know, for whatever reason, um, I mean, it's gotten over its existence, gone through ups and downs, especially in like, the you know, mainstream culture. A lot mm-hmm. of people have n- never taken it seriously. A lot of people have called it, you know degrading music but you know that's the same type of people that said the same about heavy metal rock and roll jazz you know whatever you know and there's always going to be a new thing that comes about that people try to take down but now obviously hip-hop is is obviously 100 percent in the mainstream it's everywhere you can't deny it yeah um and duh like why shouldn't it be like, do do you still see people, you know, look at you and go, "What? Why are you wasting your time with this?" Or, okay. yeah, yeah, I think that's with any like artist that's coming up. Like, no one really cares about you till you about you until you're up. Yeah, right. Once you're up, then people are like, "Oh, like, blah blah blah." Like, and you even notice it on those levels because, like, the music industry and and especially hip hop there's levels, right? And you just keep leveling up, leveling up, leveling up. But people definitely, especially me being like a Caucasian white female in, Mm -hmm. in, in the industry. Um, I definitely have my own battles, but at the same time I have advantages. Um, and I know that I'm kind of coming into this culture and, and I'm welcome into this culture, but it definitely has like, it's, it's difficulties. Yeah, actually, you brought up a good point. You know, you you are a white woman in a in a what's notably just not a white woman's game, um, yeah. and it's just you know it's that's that's got to be fucking difficult. That's got to be uh, draining a lot of the times. 
it has its ups and it has its downs. Yeah. Like obviously a lot more downs than it does ups because I just have to prove myself more. Once mm. people like hear what I'm about, then it's a different story. But it's it's a matter of you know breaking those doors down and then taking me seriously and, and taking that that moment to really listen to me in order for me to be taken seriously because people just look at me and they're just like, no, like you're not, you're not it. But then once I open my mouth and like say what I have to say, then it's a completely different story. Yeah. No, it it goes with like, um, you know, it goes with, you know, anything like a, like a film or a movie. Um, I, I struggle like when I, when I, I like to write and, you know, there's these, you know, how, what perspective do I write? Do I write from my own perspective or someone else's? And then a lot of people tell you, well, you can't, you can't tell, uh, you can't write in, in another person's perspective. All right. So then I'll write my own, I'll write my own stories. And so when you, when you're coming up with your music, you're telling your own story, you're telling your perspective and you know, whether or not you want to sing that in hip hop style or, or pop style or whatever, that's your choice. And I don't think you should be denied that. Um, but of, of course, you know, people are going to have their opinions about it. Well, everyone has an opinion about everything. Right? Exactly. Like you got to just kind of learn to turn, tune that out. Sometimes it's difficult. Yeah. But that's the big thing that comes with this, this job is being able to tune out the bullshit because mm-hmm. there's, it's 90% of it is bullshit. Yeah, no, 100%. So something that I, um, I just thought about is where, where do you release your music? On all platforms. On all, yeah. yeah, like I would say that like I'm more of like an, an, a social media person, like with my TikTok and with my Instagram that I do, like I and YouTube, I guess, but like I'm trying to push more of the platforms like Spotify and Apple Music and all those things because those are big things that people look at. Yeah. So they don't really look at like the social media aspect of it, but like those are such great tools and that's what's made me successful in this game. Totally. Social media. Yeah, no, cuz I bring up where where you drop your music because there's so many people um you know, they're dropping their music in places. And then you hear about they're not paying me enough and, you know, all this stuff. And um, do, do, you, do you find that, the, that it's too complicated and saturated, if you will, on those sites like Spotify and whatnot? I mean, because there's so many people making music. Um, yeah. What's that like? I mean, how do you – I don't even know how to think about it. But, like, I know you're not thinking about money, but – because you want to create, but it's like, you know, it's, it's in the back of your head. Oh no. Like totally. Like if people say they don't do this for money, they're lying to you. Like, obviously you love, you love it. But I think that money is the main reason and and focus for a lot of things in this game and this game, like you have to pay a lot of money. Like people don't think about, especially being an independent artist. Like that's the whole point of record labels is, dishing out money but when you're an independent artist like i'm paying out of pocket for everything but hopefully in the long run it pays off and like you definitely start to see it pay off i think the main um sources of income that you can get from music oh sorry my dog um (laughs) main um like in sources of income that you can get from 
um, this industry is like doing live shows, selling merchandise, um, you know, doing that because streaming, like you don't make much. And it's, it's crazy to me that, that like you, like artists make like, like fractions of a sense off of like a view, you know what I mean? Yeah. And these corporate heads of these businesses are making billions of dollars. It doesn't make sense to me, you know? And that's a big part of the reason why I haven't, you know, like put a lot of focus and effort into those companies. But and I know that that's kind of the gatekeeper of the music industry now. Totally. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why I brought it up because, you know, I've heard some horror stories from some friends of mine that, that uh, get hundreds of thousands of, of, of listens and, and they get pennies on pennies. And I'm like, what? What are we talking about here? You know, yeah. and it's just, and you're right. It's live events and deals here, sponsorships there. Like, it's just, I, and it goes back to what you're saying. Talent is the fraction, <laughs> is the small fraction of being whatever famous. Um, very, and, it's and, very interesting business. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's so bizarre. Um, it's not on, you know, and that's not to say that the people that, have made it are not talented it's it's just that they've either were lucky or they 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 you know whatever it is or they were they just got through it but um yeah there's a lot of obstacles in the way for for folks um maybe for good reason maybe for good because if maybe if they weren't there you know a lot of sucky people would be making it yeah, I mean, there are a lot of psyche people that do make it, but I mean, it's just kind of how the world works, and like, yeah. it's it's like it's like the lottery too, right? Like, everyone's journey is different, and that's why there's no rule book to this, you know. Like, and that's why people are so easily scammed, and that's why things like happen because there's like you, there's no rule book. Like, there's no way you can say, like, this is how you get to this point. Like, you just kind of got to go with the punches and, you know, learn, learn, live and learn because you do learn a lot in this. And there's there's things that, um, you know, like help you progress in your career and there's things that hold you back. And uh, it's just a matter of just tuning out the bullshit and just having your focus on your main goal and just working towards that. Yeah. Um Tell, tell us about, like, how, how you develop a song. Like, do you, you know, I don't know, just tell. Like, because there's got to be so many different ways. And I know I've talked to so many people about how they develop a song. Is it, what's the genesis like? Um, it, it all depends. Like, there's, obvi- like, my main way that I do it is um, I'll either be going through a hard time <laughs> or just kind of be, like, in the mood to write and I'll sit there and just, I'll, I'll go through tons of beats. I have tons of beats because they're always sent to me Mm -hmm. and um, kind of find one that like speaks to me, I guess. And um, then just kind of matching the lyrics to like the feeling of the beat, I guess. And that's just one way of, of making one. Then there's also the way of being in the studio and like actually cooking up with someone and that that's a whole vibe in itself where you're just like creating it's just like making a painting you know like you're building from the 
from nothing to, to something, which is beautiful. Yeah. Just yeah. seeing a blank canvas and then like, boom, I made this. Yeah. You're proud of yourself. Like it's, it's, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard because like a lot of artists, I feel like one, the thing about this game is like, you're always chasing the next thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like you accomplish one thing, you're already on to the next. And it's like an endless, an endless thing. Like it's the never ending road and people don't, you know, I put together um, an, my EPK recently and it has like all your accomplishments and everything you've ever done. And I was, I was just like, wow, like you've never, you don't really sit back and look at all the things you've done and like be proud. Like you need to really as an artist do that because I think it changes your perspective and like what you accomplish because sometimes it gets forgotten. Right. So I really, I, I, I encourage artists to do that, <laughs> make I your resume and look back on it. That's a great fucking point. Like I did that like maybe a couple of weeks ago, looking about some stuff I've done over the years um, that I've shot or whatever. And I'm just like, holy, holy crap. Like I forgot I did all that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of cool to like see that reflection and like, oh, that I've, I should get maybe back to doing those things because maybe I've, you know, grown out of it. And um, there's a lot of learning from yourself going, re reflecting back. But of course, don't stay there because too many people do that and then they, you know, get stuck. <laughs> yeah, I think that people, and I'm guilty of this as well, um, you know, like look, they give up because like it's like they feel like they put so much work into it and like they don't accomplish anything. But I saw a cool meme that was like, if you quit today, in three years time, you're going to be begging yourself. Like, why did I do that? Mm. I could have been like where, like where I want to be, you know? And like, I don't know if that's the exact words, but it, that makes so much sense because I feel like if I look back to when I first started and like, I always wanted to be where I am today. Like, how about if, if I work another three years, imagine where I'll be then mm. kind of got to keep kind of looking forward and just having your, your blinders on of all the bullshit because there's so much bullshit that goes with it. Like you're going to lose friends. You're going to lose money. You're going to make money. Like there's, it's, it's a crazy journey and experience to say the least. Yeah. I was always taught by a professor in college that he said, if he loved the job, he stayed for four years, maybe <laughs> five. If he hated the job, he still would stay for two. Yeah. And um, if you look at his resume, you you would see, like, these are the jobs he hated and these are the jobs he liked. And apparently the school I went to, the he liked it must he must have liked it so much he was there for eight years. So yeah. I was like, all right, he really dug this place. But but um the point to that that to his message is like, you know, notice that he stayed for two even though he didn't like it. He just didn't give up and he was like, you know, still put the put the work in. Um, yeah. But you could also never just stay at some place too long. Always, yeah. uh, uh, you know, revolutionize, evolve, you know, like uh, a guy I respect so much, David Bowie. Um, mm -hmm. Each album was a new character. Each album was a different gimmick. Um, yeah. And that, that's like, that's not easy to come up with. And yet he did it count, countless uh, times. Um, there, yeah, there's so many people that are like that that you could think of like, um, it's just, 
you got to put the work in <laughs> at yeah. the end of the day, put the work in, but, but, and, and, sorry, go ahead. No. And then just learn from yourself. That's really it. Yeah. And just like grow because like, that's, I think looking back on who I used to be, um, I think like the growth and like who I've kind of grown into, like I'm very proud of. So like just always keeping at it and like, I know that it's like you, even if you need to take that time for yourself, like just know that you can come back to this and, you know, grow. Yeah. So um, tell us what you're working on now. Like, is there anything projects that are, uh, like I said, this might be coming out in, uh, should be coming out in October. Uh, if you're listening to this now. Um, okay. uh, so yeah. What, what, what are you working on? That's like really interesting. Um, yeah, so we just, if this is coming out in October, just released um, Thick Chick, which was a very great project. I'm very excited about that. So this should, that, that's already out. You guys can check that out now. Um, and then I have an EP that I'm probably going to be releasing in the new year. Um, a totally different sound than my last album, which was called Rated R. Um, but I don't have a title yet for this EP. I just kind of... I'm just going into production for it now, um, as well as I'm going to be just doing a lot of shows. And I would love to start uh, getting over to your neck of the woods. Um, I want to get there in the fall time, hopefully, and do some shows over there and, you know, branch out to the States because I think it's important um, being a Toronto artist to kind of move over there. Yeah, I mean... Coming out here, making a name here would be quite the career move. Exactly. So <laughs> you got any friends? <laughs> I I uh, I did just find out that I know someone at Mercury Lounge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, are you familiar with that venue? No. It's a it's a it's a nice venue in the city. Um, I don't know how many it holds. Maybe like two, three hundred people. Um, yeah. Standing room only type thing. A lot of a lot of mix crowds there but uh rock mostly i think but i think they'll totally accept uh someone like you but um yeah i just found out someone i know works there and they're like anytime you want to come just i can get you in i was like oh (laughs) but uh but yeah i don't know but um yeah that's that's dope that you could come out here and and make a name for yourself that's kind of the goal there is like to kind of obviously like releasing music and all that stuff but like i would love to just kind of before covid like the plan was to go on tour um Mm -hmm. in new york and and the states and then covid hit and it just kind of been put on the back burner so that's kind of like a big focus i would love to do is kind of tour the states a little bit yeah maybe like uh you're thinking of like bigger cities or just whatever Whatever, like whatever yeah 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 rent a van and just (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, there's some like big cities near Toronto that are in the U.S. Obviously, yeah. um, like you got the up upstate New York, you got Buffalo, you got Albany. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it's pretty cool up there. But um, no, it's pretty fucking dope that you would uh, that 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 that. I mean, it sucks that it had to stop because everything stopped because of COVID. Right. But uh, it's pretty dope that 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 was on that was on the track that was like. It's definitely, definitely on the track. So what has it been like post-COVID or, or, or maybe even during COVID? Because, I mean, like, I know a lot of us um, in our personal lives obviously dealt with some stuff. And, um, 
you know, the creative aspect for a lot of us paused or, or, or didn't, um, what was it like for you? Um, yeah, like I think that it was pretty depressing, like not being able to do live shows. Cause that's kind of my favorite thing about this business is doing live shows. Yeah. Um, so that was just an adjustment. And I think that definitely made me have a pause in doing this music thing. Um, but now that they're back, it's it's amazing, and I'm I'm really happy to be uh, performing again because it's it's great and like festivals and stuff like that's those are so much fun. Yeah, I've been to uh, smaller festivals, no, nothing too big. Yeah. Uh, I've been dying to go to Governor's Ball and like all that stuff, but yeah, um, yeah I haven't I haven't I haven't had a chance, but. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe if you ever go to one, I'll I'll try to show up, uh, <laughs> especially if it's in this area, uh, represent. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, that that's the thing about the pandemic. It's it put a lot of a lot of things in perspective for people, right. and yeah. um, and 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 maybe we won't ever be the same because of it in in that sense. Yeah, uh, because it's like you even like go to venues now, and you're like. Oh, it's not as full as it used to be. Even though like people want to go back and people have come back, it's still like there's still a lot of people that are just like, I don't I don't know. It's yeah. bizarre. It's such it's a bizarre a- thing. Yeah. But we're working through it. Yeah, 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 totally. Um Yeah, New York for sure. Like I I was at um I went to go see uh my chemical romance a couple of weeks back and uh that was incredible. Sold out. And I was like, all right, we're back. This is good. Yeah. You know, this is wild. You know, like, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I was at other venues and it's like, oh, it's not. Yeah. I think it depends on the artist too. But they. Totally. Uh, totally. We have like a Rogers Center here. And like, um, it's been ha- having crazy shows like all summer. There's been- and the Budweiser stage here. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, they've been pretty packed. It's, it's been really amazing to see, um, the live shows come back because it just, it makes artists happy. Yeah. I mean, um, I've, uh, I've not heard of the Budweiser stage. Is that indoors? No, it's outdoors. It's at at Exhibition Park. Ooh. Is that near Rogers Center? Um, kind of. Kind of. I've been, I've been dying to go to Toronto and, uh. Catch a baseball game. <laughs> Come on yeah, I, I definitely want to go. I got my I got my passport. I got my passport. Um, yeah, no, Toronto sounds fun. Like, I there's probably a lot of things I would I would ask you now, but it but it makes sense for the show. But like, <laughs> Toronto sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, um, here, I'll, show you, I'll show you around. Fuck yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. That actually sounds like a. Uh, I'm I'm gonna hold you to that. Um, so creating music we talked about music videos we talked about your writing process um do you have a vocal coach do you have someone that that follows your every waking breath no 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 um like i have a team of people that i work with like making music um but no vocal coach i was actually thinking about that earlier today actually it's funny you brought that up wow um i'm all self-taught but but yeah, like I think that comes in time. Yeah, like, you have a unique, like regular speaking voice. It's very like, um, 
I mean, you a lot, of, a lot of people say you sound like you're from New York. You would probably fit in here vocally very well. Uh, yeah, you sound like very of, much from here. I know that's the goal. I like that's like <laughs> one of my favorite cities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like like I'm not a linguist. I'm not a you know. Uh, 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 you know, I don't know, accent coach or whatever, obviously, but like, I, I couldn't tell. <laughs> I couldn't tell the difference. But it's like Toronto. Toronto has a similar, like, not like the typical, like yeah. the, but like, they do have a similar accent uh, to New York. And I, I just, I love New York. It's been a while since I've been there, so I need to get back there. Yeah, no, we, we, um, our, our sound, it's funny because I try to stop as much as I can. Like, I try to be as, like, American as possible talking on here. <laughs> but I know a lot of it just seeps through, and it just comes it comes out. You can totally tell. You can totally tell. <laughs> uh, funny side story. I was once in Baltimore, Maryland, mm-hmm. and I was with, I don't know, my dad. I was younger. Someone came up to me and was like, Co, can you, uh, can you take a photo of us? And I was like, you have a funny accent. doesn't sound like you're from here. And they were from Boston. And I'm taking, okay. and they're like, you're definitely from New York, right? I was like, how the fuck did you know? Yeah. Blew my mind. Um, the cockies. Yeah, I can't, I can't tell I have it. But, um, but yeah, so like I brought up the vocal coach thing because we had a guest on a while back. Maybe you could check out the episode if you wanted. Her name was Megan. And she was telling us about how her vocal coach uh, would, would like have her crack her throat, like literally like you would your back. And I was like disgusted by it, and I was like, "There's no way that's real." And she's like, "Yeah, no, it's a it's a legit thing." And she goes through it every couple of months, and I'm like blown away. I was like, "But I don't know. I'm I'm not a singer, obviously." And you 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 could attest to this. And you said you've been by yourself for a while. Um, I don't know if they're necessary. Maybe I don't. I don't know. No, like yeah, that's the thing. Like Beyonce. I mean, yeah. If you're on like that level, I agree with it. But <laughs> yeah. if a vocal coach like was to like talk to me, they'd be like, "What's your daily routine?" Like I'd be like, "Well, I smoke a lot of weed." <laughs> like red flag. Yeah, red flag. <laughs> um, I lose my voice a lot, like because I like when you're out partying and screaming, like yelling. Like, yeah. I need to be more mindful of that because your voice is the money maker. Right, so that's my yeah. mother always yelling at me. She always says, "Stop yelling so much." <laughs> no, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, um, like you just said, it's your money maker, but at the same time, I want to have fun. I want to fucking, right. you know, I want to go out. Um, yeah, maybe you got to wear a sign that says, "I can't, don't let me shout, <laughs> don't allow yeah. me to shout." I'm that uh, person. <laughs> on yeah. vacation i'm the first one to lose my voice yeah i'm i'm up there too yeah i i i'm a big shouter i uh i gotta work on that as well maybe maybe we both need vocal coaches that's the yeah. thing like it's just i need it in my daily life and i don't even sing um but uh yeah no it's just one of, i don't i don't know if they're completely necessary i don't know if they're like i'm not, I'm not knocking them down or anything it's yeah. just it's like I think I like okay. I I would sing as a kid growing up like chorus and shit, but I don't know. That was the most. And then like, all right, I'll avoid dairy because that fucks up your vocal cords. Oh, yeah, totally. But that's all I know. You know what I mean? Just drink water and avoid dairy. 
I think yeah. you'll be fine. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's got to be, right? A bunch of like coat tests, vocal tests that you got to have. Yeah. So they can gauge your range. Like going to a manager too. Like you don't really need a manager in the beginning of your career. Right. I I made that mistake, you know, and like you just got you have to grow and evolve like on your own terms in the beginning, and then like that all comes in time. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I do a lot of my own things. Like I do a lot of my own booking. I do a lot of my own things. Like because you got to tr- really trust your team. Um, cause it is a, a dirty business sometimes. <laughs> I love how we hinted at that a lot during the show. It's like, yeah. we love singing. We love being who we are, but it's a fucking fucked up business. <laughs> and it's funny that like, that you say that from Toronto. Cause like you would think it would be a little different, but I guess the music industry obviously is so, so global yeah. that, it, it it all that affects everybody everywhere. I think the thing in Toronto that we lack is like support. Like where it's getting better, but a lot of artists like you know don't get along because they're from the west or the east, and like there's a lot of politics with that, um, and like just people not wanting to see people win. Like there's no. Oh well, yeah patting each other on the back uh, it's getting better especially for the females i think a lot of us are kind of you know we all talk all the and we all you know dab each other up and give each other the flowers when due right um, but that's something i don't know if it's the same over in the states but it's gotta be yeah yeah it's gotta be like i i'm i'm more invested in the film side of things and you see a bunch of people that, you know, in your face, they'll be like, yeah, man, like, I totally respect you, and I love what you're doing. And then, of course, behind your back, they're, they're oh, yeah. scheming <laughs> or, or whatever. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's like any industry. I mean, there's going to be those types of fucking assholes. Um, just people in general. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we all can't hold each other's hand, but at the same time, we, we, we should try to do it as much as possible because we're all trying to get to the same place. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I try to be uh, open-minded that way. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so there's a couple more things I, I think I'm going to ask you. Um, so what is, like, a normal – I know you, you kind of brought it uh, – mentioned it before – as a joke, but like, what's a normal day for you? Like, um, again, the people that are listening to this or, or maybe young people that are trying to make a name for themselves as well, or even try to get into the, into the industry or just pick up a guitar or something. Um, well, so what, what's like a normal day for someone like yourself? Um, it depends on the day. <laughs> so my ideal day would be, there'd have to be a nap somewhere involved because I am a nap queen. <laughs> Um, I love that. Um, also food. I love food. Um, but let's say during the week, I definitely, I do my nine to five, which is the production company. Um, come home, make dinner, work on music. I always take an hour or two out of every single day to do creative. Um, that being Instagram, TikTok, writing, rehearsing, like always take an hour or two out of your day to do it. Even if you don't want to do it, it's just kind of like going to the gym, right? Mm. Something I don't do. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
um, I do it. I do an art gym, which is a, a, an hour or two out of my day to really focus on creative and creating. I love that phrase. Yeah. Art gym. Art I like gym. that. I like that. I'm going to trademark that right here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then sleep. I love my sleep. It's one thing I love. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no like, uh, like denying that like we all too many of us don't get enough of it and uh fuck yeah the food thing is like it's uh you know there there are times like i'm not even gonna joke around like there's there's food that like you eat and it knocks you out you're like i'm getting really tired yeah but there's some food that you get in your system and you're just like i'm rejuvenated i want to make something now yeah i don't know it's uh same thing with the nap you know but um yeah no like for people what was that and my walk my dog. Oh well, yeah, that that that's therapeutic too. Um, yeah, for the people that are listening, I, I mean, you know, there's there's this like podcast is like a clinic on like what it's what it's like to be a creator, and uh, you know, I've, you've gotten I've gotten so many other stories about what people do in their day, and it's like we're we're all doing something different, and that's mm-hmm. why I like asking that question because there's not one set of rules to to do uh to make it you know what i mean like that's it's all like objective you know i think a big thing too is like everything happens for a reason Mm. yeah i'm one of those people (laughs) that's a Um, that's a thing i've always struggled with but i respect people that have that mindset yeah well, just because like things happen in the universe, and I think it puts you on a path to like where you get. Yeah. Right? No, that's 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 again, that's a beautiful way to think. I like that. Um, it's not a logical way to think, but <laughs> <laughs> you said it's it. A dream, a broken dream. No, I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. No, and 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 it leads me to like my next question, which is like, a, 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 it's a hard question to answer. Um, and it's definitely one of those that like, I ask everybody uh, as much as I can ask. And, and I have my own answer to this and I don't, I don't ever share it, but like, what is success to you? Wow. I love that. I love that question. Mm. That's one of my favorite questions because exactly like what is success and, Mm -hmm. um, everyone has their own definition of success. And like, I think once you, you have things in your mind that you have. And then once you accomplish, accomplish them, you're always looking to the next thing. So it's like, what is success? And I think that um, for me, like ultimately I would just like to be happy and like just be in a position of like waking up and just being like stoked about life. Mm. And like that is success for me. And like also doing it for my mom, like, I think her having her like say she's like proud of me and she says it all the time, but like to really have it, you know, like ultimately my main goal, I have it on like my mission statement and everything. I would love to play a stadium when I get there. I don't know if that will be my success moment. Um, But that's kind of, it's a, such a hard question because it's like, what is success? And I ask that to people and that's the same thing. What is fame? Yeah. Like what, what is the definition of fame and how do you determine what level people are on that, on that? Like it's, it's, 
It's an interesting question, and I love it. And it makes me think. Yeah, you brought up the the fucking uh, the the elephant in the room, which is like you know uh, we're all doing it for money, uh, obvious, but at the same time, there's is it number one, number two, or number twelve on my list of why I'm doing it, um, right. and. You know, many people are going to lie in your face and say, no, it's not a, a point at all. And maybe there are people that are like that. And that's fine. You know, it, it's great. But yeah, my, yeah no, like, but it's just like, no, not, <laughs> like if they, if people are lying dead to your face if they say they're not doing it for money. Yeah, Unless yeah. They're yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, um, for some folks, success is getting like 10 views on a Spotify, uh, 10 listens on a Spotify song. And then, cool, that's great. You know, that's, you made it. Cool. <laughs> you know? And, and, and for other people, it's tiered. You know, like a lot of people see their career as a tiered system. Like until, I, like you said, you know, you even said it just there. Like, I want to play a stadium and maybe that's success. But maybe it's not. Like, you don't know until you get there. And there's so um, many different levels of it. Like <clears throat> you can have one, one day you book a big magazine cover. One day you book a big movie, you know, like there's different levels of it. Like right. you're always chasing it. And that's, that's the thing. Like I think just to be happy is like ultimately a thing because like it, it, it's such a dark place. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I and I warn people that like want to do it because like you, you have to have a a, a thick skin. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you think you're there or getting there? I'm getting there. I definitely have some more work to do, and I think you're always going to be, you know, battling things. But right. I think that I have the proper mindset and knowing my my worth and like you know like what. I've accomplished so far in my career. And I think that, um, but I, there's always room to grow. Like we, we said earlier, and there's always, you're always learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, there's uh, nothing wrong with anything you said. I mean, that that's a hundred percent correct. I think like it's, it's, uh, it's not easy. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I like your definition of success. I like that. I, I think there's, there's a, a moment when going through your career where, like you were saying earlier as well, like you look back and, you know, ultimately it's not the music itself. It's my inner happiness. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's extremely important. And I think that's nothing but commendable to, like, see it that way. Um, yeah, I think too many people overlook that or you know whatever they're focused on the wrong things um, or the trivial things if you want to put it that way um and not like at the end of the day at some point i'm gonna retire i'm gonna or maybe not maybe i die on stage i don't know but like (laughs) at some point this is gonna end and i just wanted to be happy doing it yeah yeah Yeah, that's, that's huge i uh uh yeah, no, I, I'm I'm a, I'm at a loss for words because it's just you know it's 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 heavy it's a heavy like conversation it's a heavy topic, um, <laughs> and I'm just like we're sitting here going I don't know what else to say, but um, 
but yeah, no, there's 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 so much you could like develop with that. But um, I will say we have we've we've hit our hour pretty much, <laughs> and so uh, I like to keep these episodes at an hour. One yeah. thing I will say, and I ask uh, I ask myself this question a lot because um, it's always changing. Mm. What is uh, what is your favorite movie that is in the world of music? Well, that's a good one. Yeah, because I like to ask people in their professions. Um, I really like uh, Belly. Belly. With, uh, Belly. I don't know if I know this movie. It's with DMX. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Yeah. I will have to check that out. Yeah. Definitely watch Belly. All right. Um, I really like the um, the uh, Eight Mile because it's Eminem's story too. And yep. Yep. I can't that. relate. Uh, like I didn't live quite like that. Right. I, I had a privilege. <laughs> they, um, I can definitely relate to him on like the music side and like people not looking at his, his appearance and not taking him seriously. Right, so, right. Meanwhile, right. and Belly would probably be my two. I gotta check Belly out. Um, yeah, Belly, you really like. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just a question I always ask because it's you know I'm my film background and it's just I like. Also watching a new movie. And I got a recommendation. Um, so, yeah. I mean, this was fun. This was great. I, you, you were very insightful. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun. Um, is there a place? Sorry, what was that? Spread the word in New York. There we go. I will. I certainly will. I know I know some musical musical people. Um, there's, uh, is there a place we could find you on, on social media? Yeah, Racks, Racks Official Music, R-A-X-X Official Music. Um, that's on TikTok, Instagram, everything. Um, and then, yeah, Racks on Spotify and all that. There is another Racks in L.A., but Uh-oh. I'm Toronto Racks. <laughs> Maybe you should call yourself, no, don't. <laughs> call yourself <laughs> Toronto Racks. No, um, yeah. Rax Official is, is my... Rax Official. Yeah. No, definitely check her out. She's amazing. She's got some great stuff going on. And uh, check out Thick Chick. That's what it's called, right? Yes. All right. Check that out. And uh, you're, you're going to love it. Thank you so much for being on. Thank that was fun. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah.